Okay, Nicola, are you ready for a reading today? I am. Oh, I'm kind of nervous. That's okay. That's okay. I can talk you through it. So it's, it kind of scares people a little bit, but you know, you think about it, what you know about a card reading really comes from TV and movies. True. So, you know, it's, we're either shysters or it's really spooky (laughs) and scary. A little bit. I'm afraid you're going to tell me I'm going to die tomorrow, but (laughs) luckily that doesn't come up. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. I've never had somebody, I've never had it come up that, Hey, you're going to, you're going to pass away. This is good to know. (laughs) Good relief there. Um, it's a little more of a psychological tool for me. Okay. Um, Everybody's different in their format of reading, but for me, it came through really as kind of like therapy on steroids. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm not a licensed therapist. That's not something uh, I've studied. I I was in therapy for a really long time as a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And that has definitely influenced and shaped how I speak and communicate. And so that comes through when I do readings. Um, And also uh, it was kind of really in at the time to be, to use tarot for psychology. Okay. Um, So like even Carl Jung used tarot cards. And so, um, uh, that goes into, to how I'm going to interpret things for you. So you don't okay. have to be so frightened about it. It's okay. most people kind of really relax once they get into <sighs> it. Honestly, this is just a relaxing <laughs> moment to just understand that it's not scary. So I'm excited, but before we jump on in, let's start with a few questions and okay. kind of get to know you a little bit more, but oh my gosh, I cannot wait. This is going to be so exciting, but pause on this. Okay. What's up? I'm Nicola with Don't Call Us Pretty. And Missy is out for a couple episodes. She is healing and getting better right now. So I didn't want you to think that Missy is no longer a part of Don't Call Us Pretty because she is very much still part of Don't Call Us Pretty and she's very missed. Um, But she needs to get better and that comes first. So just kind of wanted to give you guys a heads up on what's going on behind the scenes. But today I have my absolute beautiful co host filling in and tarot card extraordinaire, Megan Benanti. Hi everyone. I'm so excited for you to be here. I've literally heard so much about you through Missy and she has just raved about you literally since the moment that me and her connected, she brought you up at that dinner and she was telling me about just all of your readings that you've done with her and how much clarity she's received from that. And I mean, she just is so enlightened by your presence and your energy and what you've kind of helped guide her through, which is huge. So I can't wait to get to know you and talk more with you. So let's just dive right in. Can you tell everyone just a little bit about who you are, what you do and all that jazz? Yeah. Yeah. Well, first off, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So my name is Megan Benanti and I'm a professional tarot card reader and I've been doing this over 20 years now. Um, Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, when you dive into it, oftentimes you're not starting as a profession, you're starting as personal growth. Okay. And, or just being curious. Um, So, but for me, every door, like even if I tried to put it down, another door would open. So I was, I was supposed to continually go in this direction. It was calling you. Yes. And it was very much like, okay, I can roll with that. Yeah. um, 
so it's been a fantastic journey for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've used the, the tarot to help myself both on a personal level to grow, mm-hmm. um, get better perspective on my life and, um, and go through some healing journeys with it, uh, as well. And then I've also been able to give that to other people. And I love so, that. yeah, I mean, as a reader, part of what we do is we're filters, And Mm -hmm. so we're just going to give you that energy that comes through us and that information back to you. And so kind of like the more life experience you have Mm -hmm. in many ways, the better a reader you can be. Okay. Um, but that's not to say like young readers can also be really, really awesome. Yeah. Um, so don't judge a book by its cover. If somebody seems like, well, she's 20, like, does she know what she's talking about? Because that has nothing to do with the message that might come through for that person. Right. Um, you know, I think more the, the aspect of being older gives me more perspective on how to maybe handle something versus the information coming through. Mm. And, and, you know, you fine tune with age too. Right. Like right. And you have your I wisdom channel. and your knowledge of just like going through life a little bit more so than yeah. a 20 year old. So. Well, and you trust yourself better on the information coming through. Yeah. So. More confident. Yeah, definitely that. Okay. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. So, okay. I know that you do tarot card readings. So as far as your services go for people that come see you, are there any other services that you offer along with tarot card or does that break up into many different subcategories? I, I, this is all new to me. So I'm like, okay, I have so many questions for you. That's, that's a great question. Um, because there actually are many psychics and I do call myself a psychic. Okay. Um, that dive into different uh, categories. And so the first thing to kind of make clarity on is you have psychics and you have mediums. Okay. Yes. Yes. And you can also just have people that read tarot cards. Okay. You don't have to be psychic to read tarot cards because there are technically textbook definitions. Right. Um, So, I mean, I know deck creators that don't consider themselves psychic, but they will create decks. Right. So there's that possibility. Now, medium is someone who actually, um, uh, sees dead people. Yes. And can, can, you, can, can you, you do that? <laughs> I've had some luck with communicating oh with past loved ones, yeah. but I don't consider that my superpower. Okay. And because, you know, you have these people that like, constantly see dead people like they don't know how to turn it off oh man that's yeah. the person you want to go to though right you know, realistically oh that's insane so like just to have that type of um a gift to be able to see them and hear them yeah I, I, honestly in the same breath I probably would go crazy because I'd be like okay they're all telling me all these different things and it's like crazy to be stuck in between two different worlds almost yes it's so and it is actually they're very they're usually very sensitive people and Mm -hmm. it's a lot for them to deal with. Um, like a lot of super highly intuitive people won't go to crowded places and things like that because they're picking up on lots of energies, lots of information at once. Mm -hmm. Um, and that can be particularly true with mediums. Um, and they, they learn to set boundaries, but I've worked with like a child that was a medium. Her parents brought her in. Amazing. Yeah. And dad was like FBI agent. So he didn't believe in it until we all met. My gosh. It's like a movie. Yeah. Um, 
And, but it was really cool how they all learned to kind of like sit down and embrace it because she was seeing her uncle that had passed and stuff. And so she did have mom support, but dad was the one who reached out and he wrote me a really, um, you know, significant and meaningful letter mm-hmm. and was really looking, you know, he just wanted to make sure that they weren't going to be taken advantage of and that kind of thing. Oh, for sure. Um, when we met, it was so great and they really embraced it. And I, I even did a reading for them and I saw them, I was like, well, it looks like you're going to move and which he didn't see coming at all. Um, but they were able to transfer and move and oh my God, she got to help pick the house because she was like, Oh, I don't like the energy here. Yes. You know, and the next oh, house, she's like, this has that gives me energy. chills. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. So wait, how old, like, are we talking? She was like 11. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Really young. So yeah. So oh. it's neat when you can help in that way, but it's not something like, I don't get a lot of kids like that. And and I don't necessarily wouldn't say that I would be the best advice on that. I, mm-hmm. I I've got a reading on YouTube about it, but mm-hmm. there are I think there's probably people that can specialize in that area. Um, there's like a psychic kids show and that kind of thing. Got so. it. Okay, so there's tarot card readers, there's mediums, and then there's psychics. Right. Oh, and I totally kind of like stuck. No, nope, that's okay. That's what I'm here for. So <laughs> plus I love that story. So. Um, Yeah. So I consider myself psychic. And so I see, hear and feel things and they, they call those the clairs. There's clairvoyant, clairaudient, Mm -hmm. things like that. And, um, but it's not necessarily like specifically deceased people. It's, um, but things just come through for me. Like premonitions almost? Um, sometimes I have premonitions, but you know, I would consider them sort of like knowings. Okay. Um, I'll just know something. And, um, or I'll, I'll really flippantly say something like not thinking about it, especially if it comes through and I haven't like processed it, it just blurts out. Usually that's the stuff that's really real. That's so cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Or if I get hung up on something like in a reading and I'm repeating something over and over again, I was like, this must mean something because it's keeps coming up. Yeah. It's not going away. So Missy had that in her last reading a little bit. Oh, really? Well, from what she told me, I won't say it out loud, but she's like, one thing kept reoccurring in our reading. And I'm like, girl, okay, good. (laughs) It made me excited for her, but I'm like, oh man, okay. That could be an interesting to come. Yeah. So, okay. So the repetition of something in your card readings is like, okay, it's, this is, this is going to be like bound to happen. Well, and I, you know, with the extent of some of the things I see, Mm -hmm. like, uh, you know, and if it's negative, that's a little bit can draw in some fear for people. So, um, you know, you have to be very cautious and conscientious about how you phrase things because, you know, if I'm seeing it, it means that you're meant to have that information, Mm -hmm. but it also means that I have a responsibility in giving you that information in a way that you can digest it and utilize it to your advantage. Okay. Yeah. Like effectively where it's like, okay, take this information, right? like absorb this. Yeah. you know, let your emotions really get like the best of you, like just take it and go with it. It's really important for readers to not say things that are going to fester something awful in your life. Right. You know? Okay. So that's kind of hard. That's kind of like maybe kind of tipping around on eggshells a little bit for, um, it can be, Mm -hmm. um, 
I mean, you get, it's honestly, you get really good at it. Okay. Um, but I've had experiences where people, um, you know, some of my best learning lessons have come out from like readings that I've had from other people. And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh my God, I can't believe they said that. Oh, I bet though. <laughs> you know? I could see how, you know, just like going and having like examples of other people, you're like, Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It makes a difference. And and you can't judge a book by its cover on that. You never know how someone's ability to communicate is going to come through. So right. um, but it might be from someone that you least expect it, that something awful comes out and something wonderful out of someone that you're like, wow, I didn't think they were going to be any good at this. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. OK. OK. So, so then you offer tarot card readings, but then do you also do like palm readings or? So um, um, I don't. A lot of people will. OK. Um, I, I strictly work with a tarot, uh, for most of my, uh, psychic practice. And, um, the other thing I do though is called body and soul enlightenment or the acronym base. Okay. And that is a realignment of the chakras. Mm -hmm. And so I work in your energy field and I have the person laid out on a massage table and really comfortable and they get to go in these like deep theta brain waves and which is that dreaming state. Yeah. Um, while I work on their body and. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's really interesting. I don't actually have to physically touch a person. So it it has some similarities to Reiki. Um, Mm -hmm. I do feel that uh, my instructor was super gifted. And um, I learned both Tarot and this process from her. And um, so I really embraced the way she did it. And, um, And I also knew... Just instinctively, I was like, oh, I can do this. Like, this is going to be my jam. And so sure enough, so I'm, I actually, and part of my energy is very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some people are super gentle, but mine has a lot of strength in it. And so uh, I can really push through, um, you know, blocks that people have or remove things that are holding them back. Oh my gosh, um, amazing. Yeah. And it's not like you're cognitively aware of it. Like there's times where you're like, I feel so run down or I feel like I'm carrying dead weight, right. you know, and you don't really right. know what that is, but it really physically can be something in your energy field. And so as I work through you, I can release a lot of that. Um, and awesome. it's cool stuff. Yeah. yeah that's so, incredible. Like yeah. that's powerful. Well, and I see people come out and they'll make big shifts after afterwards. So I had one woman, like a, she was chronically suicidal. I'd been reading for her for about 10 years <sighs> and she was really in a bad place. And it's like, just come in, get on my table. Yeah. And, um, a week later she checked herself into a day hospital and completely turned her life around. Amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. It was really amazing. Wait, that's amazing, Megan. So like you, I mean, you kind of just like have that gift of that power of like kind of helping people see the light and getting back on track and getting up and getting going again. Yeah. The goal is really to change people's lives and even tarot card readings can be, I mean, I consider them a form of healing Uh, and most readers will. Absolutely. Because it gives you information that can be very pivotal in how you're going to proceed with your life and move forward. You know, whether that is, um, having children, which like, I don't predict like you'll get married here. You'll have babies here. <laughs> I like, I don't even go near that. Okay. That's good to know because yeah. that part would probably scare me too. <laughs> well, people are too connected to the outcome. 
they're like, when am I going to get married? When oh, am I going to yeah. meet Mr. Right? And it's like, well, you know, really, I'm going to be seeing the next three to six months here for you. Mm-hmm. And so we start with that. And, it, you know, I don't want you to hold on to that outcome because what I want you to do is prepare yourself to be ready for that person. That mental mindset. Yeah. And so there's a lot that we focus on. Um, when I think of a person coming in, I my job is to help them live their life to their fullest potential. And so that's going to be a healing process for them. Love that. And, you know, sometimes we have weird baggage in the way that prohibits us from moving forward into that relationship. Right. So amazing. But it's cool when I do see somebody like getting pregnant or, you know, having babies, especially if they've been trying. And I was like, oh, you might have Uh kids. (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I love to hear that. Well, one of my really, really great friends came and saw you, Katie Rogers. And she called me directly after she came and had her reading with you. And she called me in tears, like just talking about how incredible you were and how you kind of gave her an amazing reading. And she felt so much clarity and she could move forward with the confidence of knowing she's in the right place. And she just needs to keep going that direction. Um, but what's cool when she was kind of explaining it to me, is she mentioned you had these different, she called them purses. (laughs) (laughs) Of course she did. If you know Katie, you know she's going to call them probably purses. But she's like, she had me pick from a couple different purses and then they had um, little, she caught them like trinkets in them and they symbolized something. And she's like, that was really cool because I just kind of figured I was going to sit down and like cards were going to be in front of me. And she's like, but there was more than just cards. So can you kind of explain that a little bit? Yeah, I totally forgot about that. So that's called um, charm reading and charm casting is like really old witchy stuff. Okay. Um, You know, back, hundreds of years ago, witches would like throw charms on the floor and they could just be, yes, you know, pennies or trinkets or maybe, uh, you know, um, a, a sewing needle, things like that. Yeah. And then you, you just take the information from that. Okay. And, um, so she had done a 90 minute session and I include charms with the 90 minute session and I don't actually cast them, but I have them pick them out and then we correlate those with the cards. Okay. Um, so that's always, it just adds another layer. It's oh, really Sometimes neat. that's the healing tool for a person to help them get through whatever the card is telling right, them right. as well. So, um, but yeah, charm casting is kind of fun. That's so. awesome. I think that's a really, um, cool add in mm-hmm. that can, you know, be part of your reading. So yeah. I just thought that was really kind of something special. So, um, I had to ask you about that. Trinkets so was perfect. Yeah. Getting into you pursuing your career in this, how did you know this was your calling? I know you kind of mentioned earlier, it kept kind of calling at you and kind of bringing you back. So where did it begin? Um, well, that's, that's actually, that's a big story. Oh, okay. um, and, <laughs> Oh, well, I should say big. I mean, it just in the fact that it's a, it's a tough story. So, oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, no, no. That's okay. I said everything. It's not that it's off limits. It okay. is, it's public and it's out there. It's not something I'm, I feel bad about, but, um, I was nine months pregnant with our first baby okay. and, um, I knew she was going to pass away mm. and, um, and just, you know, and I, at the time I kind of cracked it up as mother's intuition. Okay. You know? Yes. 
Um, but I just felt she was dying. And, um, I went into the doctors and we did a sonogram and a heart, a heart monitor and everything checked out fine. And five days later I gave birth to a stillborn baby. Oh, literally goosebumps. Okay. Yeah. So it was, a it was a tough journey and, mm-hmm. um, I had some girlfriends I worked at, um, at a bar at the time, restaurant and bar. And so they took me out to cheer up my spirits and they took me to, um, a lounge that had a card reader. And he was like, he looked at my cards. He's like, Oh, I can't read you. And I, I go, I'm like, I know you can read me. I was like, I just lost a child. And he's like, Oh, and then he told me everything. He's like, Oh, and if you want to read cards, you'll really be good at it. So I was like, really, what do I do? So, um, so I got the book and the deck that he recommended the next morning and just kind of dove right in. And I had like, my dad always had tarot cards around when I was growing up, but my second family was very, um, very, very Christian. And I went to mass two or three times a week and got into a very religious life. Um, but that also helped me to understand the cards better because a lot of the imagery is based on Judeo-Christian and then Greek and Roman mythology as well. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I have also heard, um, there was a girl I used to work with and she used to bring cards to work and she would sit down and like, kind of do any like employees cards Mm -hmm. and I never had her do mine, but I thought it would be really interesting. I always watched them and she's like, you know, it's really important where you get your deck. Do you agree with that? Or do you think you can get a deck anywhere and it's still going to be able to kind of open that door to effectively talk to people? Yes. I don't have a problem with shopping on Amazon. Okay, cool. (laughs) I didn't know. I mean, she told me that and I'm like, Oh wow. She's like, yeah, I went to a place and, um, I don't know where she was at somewhere in Louisiana. And she's like, I went to this one store and he had this one deck. She had this drawn out story about, you know, how special these, this deck was. And she's like, so, I mean, you kind of have to find your deck. It doesn't, you don't just buy it. Well, there are collectors and I always, you know, it's great to support small mom and pop companies, the metaphysical stores. Um, and because they are up against Amazon, um, there are, there's a lot of knockoff decks though. Okay. Um, that you kind of have to be careful because you want to support the original artist. Sure. Um, uh, for the most part, you know, unless you're a collector and you're really looking for like a first edition or something, right? Um, you're probably okay to just find work with a deck that you okay. feel connected to. Okay. And there's a gazillion decks out there now. So it's very easy to find a lot of decks. You're going to be like, oh, I like this. I like that. If you go to a store, one of the advantages are you can look at the decks usually. And They're so really see pretty. all the cards. Yeah. Whereas a lot of times... If you're looking on Amazon or um, just buying in a bookshop, you might not be able to look at the cards. Like access them. Yeah. So, because you don't buy a deck that's already been opened typically. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I guess that makes... People won't return them or take returns on them. Okay. Okay. I I guess that makes sense. Um, okay. So, wait, you did mention that your dad had tarot cards around kind of growing up. So, was there ever a family member that also would read or you know, had that psychic ability? So that was interesting. My mom passed when I was four. And, um, so I never, I actually don't remember much about her, but I, I had a friend come for a reading recently who happens to be a medium. She goes, Oh, 
Your mom says you got this from her. <gasps> oh my gosh, what? <laughs> yeah, and I had been wondering. <gasps> Like I was trying to look up the genealogy Ugh. stuff to the, uh, you know, ancestry D- DNA because yeah. my dad was adopted. So we don't know anything about his past. Oh my gosh. And, um, so I was just trying to figure out like, where did this come from? Yeah. Well, yeah. So was- I feel like that's kind of like passed down, you know, to have that gift. Yeah. That is insane. It was crazy. And my dad also had like a really open woo woo kind of spiritual life. Okay. You know, he was truly, my parents were hippies and, um, you know, he was, he was an interesting man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love it. I mean, because obviously where you are now is, you know, formed from that. So that's amazing. So as far as learning the cards and knowing what they mean, you mentioned a book, but you know, do you, do you get proper training or do you kind of just take in the research, do the knowledge of just reading and um, practicing? Inevitably, I think you have to begin to work with someone. I studied books for about three years before I went into um, the found a class. And then oddly, of course, somebody sent me a spam link before we knew what spam was. Oh, no. It turned out it was to the Living Tarot Meetup. And that turned out to be right down the road from my house. Stop it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So meant to be. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of doors that open up for me. That's wild. Oh, my God. It's really cool. So um, and that woman, uh, Farrell Humphrey, she is up in New York now. Okay. um, Forest Hills, New York. Um, She's a wonderful teacher. And I learned to row from her. I learned my energy work from her. Um, And that was really her strength and her gift was teaching us and she ran the meetup and then she would run and then most people would sign up for her private classes. Um, and so there's, there's a lot of people who teach. I'm not currently teaching. Okay. Um, that's, that's probably where my fear issue is that I have to get around. Um, but, um, there are always people teaching and I know there's a lot online and you can certainly do that online. Um, but nothing beats in person yeah. because then you've got multiple people looking at that card right. and it's like, oh, I see this. Oh, I see that. And yeah. you know, so then you different you can... interpretations of what to, what's to come from that. Yeah. So, oh. you know, as the person being read for, it's like, ooh, ooh. But also, you know, as the other the other students in class can also be like, oh, wow, I hadn't thought of it that, that way. Right. You know, so. So basically like a training. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's, that's amazing. That's just so cool. I think what you do is just so cool in general. Um, so like when you're grocery shopping or when you're just like out having dinner, do you ever walk by someone and you just feel like I have to tell them this, like, this is like just been brought to me and now I have to vocalize it and tell them, or do you kind of just keep walking? I I'm not plagued with that. I have an amazing ability to turn it off. Okay. Um, Oh, that's probably really nice for you. <laughs> it's really nice for me. Sometimes I, I don't know. I've worried for a while that maybe it's because I take uh, an antidepressant. Okay. Um, but I, when I got off that, it wasn't a problem either. So <laughs> yeah, like, it's not related. It's not desensitizing me, which was my concern. I wanted to try stopping it. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I had a girl at a party one time. She's like, oh, if you see anything about me, would you just tell me? Like, uh, I was like, wow, that's really self-involved. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, 
uh, nothing, but sure. Yeah. yeah. Keep you in mind. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I focus on my own life and the energy around me. Now it's not to say that I won't see people and I'm like, oh man, you know, they're hurting or, right. um, you know, there's, you're always reading people. And I think we all do that. Like yeah. the abilities I have, I believe that everybody has them. We all focus our intuition in certain areas. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, my husband has a marketing company, so, and he's super intuitive in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, wherever people want to focus their energy, that's what they're going to develop. I get that. Honestly, it's, it's crazy that you say that because I can pick up on energies. So I'm an apartment locator. Um, and it's interesting because in all of my apartments, I can pick up on like the past energy that was in the units that I move into. So there was a unit that I lived downtown Dallas and it was my first apartment and it had a loft upstairs. And I remember at the time, my boyfriend at the time and I were living together, I would be sitting on the couch watching TV And I would kind of like never face that direction towards the loft. And like, I'd kind of like, he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like someone's like watching me or I'm just getting like really bad energy up there. And like, to be honest, it's freaking me out. And he's like, first of all, we just moved in. There's nothing up there. So you're crazy. Um, You're fine. But like, come on, like grow up. And I'm like, I mean, I don't think that has anything to do with growing up. I just feel weird like at night with the lights off up there and I just don't like it. So long story short, when I was moving out, my neighbor who I had never met, I was taking a box out of my apartment into the hallway and he was out there and he's like, whoa, wait, you just moved in like four months ago. What happened? And I'm like, long story, don't ask, but I'm not staying here anymore. And he's like, did the guy bother you? And I'm like, what guy? And he's like, well, there used to be a couple prior to you that lived in that apartment. And she ended up having to get a restraining order on him because she and him lived together at the time, had to break up. He would beat the shit out of her upstairs and like was cooking meth on the second floor. And like all these crazy things were happening up there and um, he wouldn't leave her alone. So she ended up having to get a restraining order that didn't work. So she ended up having to vacate. He's like, I just figured he probably was still like trying to get to her. And I was like, no, but I literally almost dropped the box because I'm like, that is what I was picking up on. Like I was picking up on that energy up there because I always was just like so uneasy and just like, I don't want to go up there. I never went up there. It just freaked me out. And I'm like, that is insane. And I feel from that apartment on, I lived in a loft that was super old. It was like a hundred years old. And there was a man that lived in there. And my boyfriend at the time was like, you're also crazy. I'm like, you can call me whatever you want, but I know he lives here and I know I haven't seen him, but I can feel him. And I know he's here. And he was really only around when my boyfriend wasn't there, which is funny. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, you don't like him. You like me though. That's cool. Um, And he never did anything wrong, but I could feel him. And I'm like, gosh, sometimes you do. You can pick up on different energies if you kind of channel it, channel that correctly, Mm -hmm. where you have that intuitive thought where you're just like, oh, I feel something. Yeah. You know, and it kind of does freak you out because at first I did think I was crazy. I'm like, wait, no, I don't. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm doing or what I feel. But then the more I felt it, I'm like, I'm really feeling this. I just need to accept that and understand I might not ever understand, but I do feel that way. Um, And it's crazy because, I mean, I got clarity out of that one and I'm just like, oh, my God, I was right. (laughs) 
people tell me stories like that all the time. Yeah. Everybody goes through this and we yeah. just don't get a lot of validation about it. No, because honestly, a lot of people, everyone that I've ever said it to, like, Nicola, you're a little, you're a little crazy about thinking that way. And I'm like, I, it's the way I feel. I'm not making up how I feel about something. I'm like, it's there. If I feel it, it's there. Um, so I, I agree. I, I never got validation out of it. The only validation I did get is when it was confirmed that something unfortunately was happening. I was like, right. I, I, I kind of gathered that. So I like that you say that because I do agree. I think a lot of people do have that kind of within them to pick up on different energies and have that like intuitive thought of just ooh, either something's not right. Or I I'm sure also people get, you know, the opposite direction where they kind of can forecast, you know, what's to come. That's a positive or, um, that there's something good. I wish I had that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's deja vu a lot of, well, no, that's not deja vu, but sometimes people like, Oh, she's going to call or you think about someone and then they call. Wait, can we talk about deja vu? Do you know about like, is that a, is that correlated with everything or no? Well, I don't know. So one of the things I heard from a scientific standpoint about deja vu okay. is that it's like when your brain, if you have two parts of your brain, it mm -hmm. does this, it gets a little uneven. And so it, uh, it's a shift, it's a hiccup. And so you feel like that thought was old. Yeah. I don't know if that's true because uh, like I've had, I've certainly had deja vu about really meaningful things in my life. And I, I'm like, wait, I really know this was a long time ago when I was thinking about yes, that. Yes. I swear. So. I swear to you, Megan, I get deja vu all the time. And when it happens, I'll dream it maybe like two weeks before. And then that exact moment, I'm like, oh my God, deja vu. And then I'm like, wait a second. I had this in my dream. Right. And I'm like, oh my God, wait, what does this mean? Okay. So it's not related though. <laughs> well, I, I just think it's, a, I, we are still processing information. Okay. I don't think that, um, now whether that's in the brain or in the ethereal realm, it's, right. um, it's still information. And, you know, we think about the fact that we only use that 10% of our brain. So there's a lot of other information in there that is not being fully utilized or tapped into. True. So, and it's just a matter of like what, what part of that brain am I going to tap into? Right. So, but I think deja vu is the reminder that we can kind of do that whenever we want. I kind of like when that happens. Like, yeah. like it's one of those good feelings where I'm like, oh, this is cool. Um, <laughs> so I noticed um, I've seen you at a couple different influencer events and I was curious to know how, do they just reach out to you? How did you get kind of correlated and all of that stuff? You just were at the one um, for... Uncommon James. Yes. That was supposed the to one. do Love Shack Fancy, but they had yes. to Yes. So, um, you know, it's interesting. I developed business before when the internet was young. <laughs> um, my business's name is Tarot Dallas, mm -hmm. and that was because I wanted people to find me on the internet. It's smart. <laughs> well, but it was in a time when that would have been really functional. I mean, I initially right. started out with Moonshine Tarot, which was much cooler, but nobody was finding me. Right. So, um, I feel like still though, I would go to Google and literally type in Dallas tarot card or right. tarot card Dallas or whatever tarot Dallas. Like that would probably be the first thing I would Google anyway. So that means that, I mean, you must pop up. Yeah. And part of that is because of longevity. And, you know, uh -huh. that's one of the things that people really don't think about because we think about like, I want to make it, I just want to make it. Mm -hmm. And so, but you don't think about sometimes making it is just something that happens over time. 
as right. we become evolved and established. So like if you've got listeners here that are like new in an industry, don't be afraid of like that this could take longer than you want it to. Right. Um, you know, it's trusting yourself enough with that. Right. And um, with, I don't feel like now people use I guess people still use Google and Yelp, but I mean, I literally get business from Instagram too. Oh, for sure. I'm sure. Um, but Google and Yelp, you know, your, your reputation's on the line because people are going to write things about you. Right. And so one of the things that I've done is like, I'm not going to be a fit for every single person I read for. I usually have about one every six months that I really can't read for, or I feel like I'm in the reading and I'm like, they are not going to be happy with this. I'm not going to be able to say what they want to say. And, um, so I just, I, I end the reading. Um, I don't charge them. If for some reason they hated the reading and they didn't tell me, um, it'll come through in a review and I always refund their money because I'm like, this is, you know, I'm like, I provide a service. I grew up in the service industry Mm -hmm. and, you know, you send your food back when you don't like it. And it's, you know, just because I'm speaking a language they can't understand, um, or I'm not finding the words that connect for them, it's not their fault and it's not mine. It's just some, not every pair of jeans fits. Right. So wait, that's amazing. Like practice. Yeah. So I, and I, it doesn't come up very often. Um, But usually people that are looking for me have kind of like done a little homework. They look around, um, they check out some different psychics because I'm on the higher end price wise. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that means that they're really like, okay, I'm committed. This is, this is going to be my person in my experience. Um, I'm willing to spend this much and see what comes out of it. And, you know, part of that too, it's like, I don't, I see my clients every three, four, six months, maybe once a year. So, um, you know, I've always got room for new people, but they're not, it's not like they're coming back every week or every month. Got it. Even. So. Got it. Amazing. Um, is there any place publicly that people can come and see you or do they go online and book an appointment with you online? So I, like I used to read in a hotel on Saturday nights. Were you at Zaza? No, that was a uh, Valentina Burton and she's ah. amazing. Um, Valentina actually trained me for events ah. and, um, but I read at Hotel Palomar, which is now That's something fabulous. else. Yeah. Um, but I actually have a separate building off the backside of my house. Oh, amazing. Yeah. And okay. I'm, um, I worked in landscape for about 15 years, so I'm a big, massive gardener. I saw how beautiful all of your plants and flowers. I'm like, I try to be like a little bit of a wannabe on my, my terrace and I saw it today and I'm just like, oh, that's really pretty. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I have like all green thumbs. So, oh. um, so it's a really beautiful environment for people to sit in and come in and unwind and the wall is all glass and it's, it's oh nice gosh. and they don't have to go in my house. So they mm-hmm. do get to meet my dogs. And oh, I love that. They're scared and I put them away. <laughs> but, um, so, but my booking, if they'll go to my website, tarotdallas.com and book directly on there, uh, it always has my schedule up to date. And love I, that. I just take myself out of the equation usually, uh, for that. Amazing. So, okay. Good to know. Well, that kind of is... I, I didn't finish the thing on events. You asked me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um, I, just a thought on that. Um, 
Uh, so as far as events go, yeah, people kind of find me from social media now and mm -hmm. from reviews. So a lot of uh, times it's starting with Google or Yelp. Sure. And then they'll check my Instagram and my website and they make sure that I'm going to meet the aesthetic of what they're looking for. Um, so that's been a, just a progressive process. And it's, it's amazing though. It's fun. And, oh yeah. You know, when I started doing events, I always had to be in costume because really yeah that was like <laughs> people are like oh we need you to be a gypsy okay uh, you know and now it's like so much more mainstream and accepted it's right like, oh no you can dress normal come as you are please uh, yeah. so but I have a huge committed closet a section of my closet that's all like old vintage designer clothes and stuff Wait, that I wore fun though yeah it is kind of cool. I feel like I'd still show up like that every so often just to be like <laughs> yeah this is me. <laughs> there, there's moments. So I love that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So cool. Yeah. I just thought that that was so amazing that they had you there. Um, and I was like, Oh my God, wait, how do you get plugged into that? I think that just was a really amazing event. And then the fact that they had you, I'm like, cool. Yeah. It was really cool. And there, you know, a lot of it is that spiritually people are opening up and sure. We're less tied to being told what to believe, which is more traditional religion versus what is my spiritual journey now? Right. And so people are diving into that and tarot cards have just like, and spirituality has really exploded from COVID. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, we're all really, really busy now. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, okay. That's like my questions. So can okay. we, can we like, I've never, Oh yeah. Let's do your reading. Okay. okay. So, um, I've got three bags here and I, I normally I have like rings. six on my table. Oh, thank you. Um, and I'm going to scoot this over, I think. Okay. So it can work there. Sorry. Try not to make noise. No, you're okay. Um, so I would like you to pick the bag that kind of calls the most attention to you. This one already does. Okay. Yeah. I knew that before. Actually, uh, <laughs> I knew I, that was the only bag I needed to bring. Oh, stop it. But I, I wanted to give you the option. So. Yeah, it's that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, she's going to be gold. I know it. Mm -hmm. So, um, but the bags don't have anything to do with the deck. Okay. It's more like what fits in them. Okay. And, um, and I, I just kind of work from that direction, but, um, in tradition, you would keep your deck in like a silk bag. Okay. Um, nowadays, they make really good boxes. And so most people just keep their decks in the, the boxes. Um, I really, I don't have enough bags. I, they're hard to find. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Because the size. So yeah. they're usually makeup bags. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that works. Yeah. Um, and they're so pretty. Yeah. No, they're really pretty. So I'm going to give you what I would consider a party read, which is, um, just four cards. And that sure. way we kind of stay on track with time. Yeah. Um, shuffling is always an interesting thing too. Um, there's different ways to do it. Um, some people don't do the Vegas shuffle. I love the Vegas shuffle. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is a little harder on your deck. So to be honest with you, I mean like too much information, but since I only have one hand, that is literally the only thing I wish I could do. Like I can basically do everything else. However, I can't do the shuffle. My mom used to do it all the time. And I'm like, oh, it's just so interesting to watch. I loved it. So <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. So if you'll take that and break it into three stacks for me and then put it back into one in any order that you want. I love that you didn't have to have that even. Sorry. No, no, I love that. Some people have to have it even. It I me. don't. Yeah. 
Um, there, there's actually, I, I do this, um, I study birth cards a lot, which are kind of like astrological signs, oh, yeah. but it's based on numerology. Oh yeah. And so they're actually people that have the number five tend to be a little on the OCD over-organized side. I think I'm a three. Oh, okay. Well, that would be, that'd be Empress energy for you. So, yeah. Queen Thank Bee, you. totally. <laughs> um, that's pretty awesome. Okay. So, oh, I love where you're starting out. So oh, we started God. out with strength right up. <gasps> oh, and, and look, so it's always got an image of a lion and it connects with uh, the eighth month, which is August. And so of course you're wearing your leopard today. So that's insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so your inner strength is really shining through right now. And has your sexual energy been a little higher? <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That kind of, that sparks <laughs> up with that too. Um, and, and also focus on the physical body and how you're caring for that as well. Um, because your body right now is communicating to you information. And so, um, you know, so pay attention to that. Uh, the idea, if someone ignites your skin on fire in a good way, mm -hmm. if someone else makes your skin crawl mm -hmm. right now is a time for you to be really aware of those things. Or if you're feeling uncomfortable, you know, when strength shows up, um, it's obviously, it's a positive card and it's facing us. So I read it in the positive aspect. Um, but I also know when I see this, it means, oh, man, she's going through something. So because mm -hmm. strength means you've got to push through. And mm -hmm. this is that affirmation that you totally have this ability within you to, to manage what's going on. Right. But you need to, uh, you need to keep pushing. So okay. don't give up on it. Um, and were you thinking about doing anything new fitness wise or nutrition wise? I literally just started back on my routine. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Okay. So know that that is, uh, it's all around holistically really important for you to do because it's not just about your physical body for the short term. This is uh, focusing on long-term wellness for oh, you. Okay. So, um, yeah. So anything that you've been looking at is definitely in alignment and something that your body needs. Um, okay. So, uh, in your work right now, um, are you feeling any, uh, a, like a little bit like a lack of creativity or feeling frustrated with that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. We're about to rebrand and I cannot figure out what direction nothing's spoken to me yet on what I want to recall, like what we want to call it. We're going to open up a new division mm -hmm. and bring them together and marry the two. So we need to figure out a name that's cohesive with both lines and it is frustrating for me because I can't, I've been trying to think about it and s go to sleep. I feel like I like talk to myself a lot when I'm sleeping and nothing's coming up and it's really aggravating me. Okay. Well, and that's interesting. So we're, we are actually beginning to move into this Jupiter retrograde energy, which won't be official until June 20th, but, mm -hmm. um, but it's a big planet and has a big pull and Jupiter is our planet of expansion. So when it goes retrograde, it's more about inner growth versus external growth. Okay. And so, you know, as you work on this, um, you know, if you're building the, the, the bones and the structure of it, that would be a good time to kind of focus on it as you're in that retrograde versus seeing that external thing really be produced and come to fruition. Okay. Um, 
so with the energy here though, um, I would say you might be trying to over control a little bit mm. and mm -hmm. the more that you can let go of that, your more, your creative energy can actually flow. Um, I'm also, for whatever reason, feeling like you've been running really hot. A little bit. A little bit hot. Yeah. Um, so, th but there is, so there is something here. Maybe you need to cool down a little bit, um, whether that's temperament or uh, temperature, physical temperature, um, or even uh, not, I don't think you need to cool down sexually. Like you, you just burn that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There should be no such thing there. <laughs> no, um, no. Uh, yeah. You don't ever want to end up there. So, um, but I think that'll actually help to kind of uh, uh, part of the heat, I think is coming from pressure, putting too much pressure on yourself. Mm -hmm. And so I want you to consider kind of backing off a little bit and, maybe letting it go and then just seeing, knowing that the right answer will come at the right time, that it will present itself to you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe also I would consider as I look at this too, doing some written brainstorming and then saying, okay, I'm letting this go. God, please provide the right answer. Sure. Um, and that's, then it's on paper and that can really release. gives you permission to let go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, all right. So mm, personal life, somebody been kind of stepping on your toes recently or have you been a little overbearing with someone? No, someone's kind of been stepping on my toes. Okay. Okay. So, um, you know, you have the option of deciding how you want to deal with that. Okay. And uh, this is interesting that this is coming up because this is, this just resurfaced and it is stepping on my toes now. Okay. And it, it does create conflict. And if you have a conversation about it, it's going to create more conflict. Yes, it will. So that's, that's where it gets hard because especially if it's in a friendship type of relationship, um, we all get hurt so easily. We're all so fragile. And, um, you know, I know I'm guilty of just like walking away sometimes when it's like, eh, okay, I'm not going to fight this. Right. <laughs> you know, um, so as I look at this, um, I do, it's interesting you said this happened before because I do feel like there's been transformation that's happened between now and then. Um, but I think that has more to do with space rather than communicating clearly on it. Um, I also think that this is part of the nature with this person. It is. And so I don't know that it is going to be something, um, it's not something they're going to improve without you addressing it. Mm -hmm. And even then it might still be kind of hard for them. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like they would back off a little bit, but then it might pop up, you know, and it's going to be that kind of like, Hey, this is my boundary. And, you know, I know this is who you are, but you just need to know how I respond to it. Um, because I also feel like this makes it, it's triggering that little bit of sense that says I'm not enough or, um, you're not being respected as being enough, mm -hmm. almost like you're not being validated for your own self. Yeah. And, um, I want you to feel whole and complete in whatever relationship this is. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, um, that one hits hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, but honestly, maybe in a good way, well, you know, I'm, of, um, it, 
makes me agree that I was thinking the right things this go around. Yeah. And tarot card readings can definitely do that for people. Yeah. Sometimes people get mad when they're like, well, I already knew all that. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, good. But and I'm going to validate it. <laughs> yeah. You just got a second opinion. Yeah. Uh, so, um, okay. And then let's see health for you. Um, have you not been exercising as much? No, that's why I'm getting back into it now. Okay. Um, so, and I want you to give yourself a break because I feel like you're getting into the routine of it right now is going to be a little bit challenging based on other things going on in your life. Your schedule feels full. Yes. And, um, so you might give yourself a high five if you're getting three days in a week instead of five days. Oh, okay. Um, it, because, it, you know, a lot of times we do get pulled in multiple directions. So that's typically always what happens where I kind of fall short because I don't have the time anymore to right. go even twice a day is what I would love to do. But oh. <laughs> LOL, I cannot. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> yeah, I could do that in my 20s, but no, no. not now. <laughs> no. Okay. So, um, you know, and it makes it harder because then we have to watch what we eat, mm -hmm. uh, which is no fun. Mm -mm. But, um, you know, I just feel like for you to stay, you can't get it all done. So it also might be picking and choosing what's more important for me today. Like right. if you're having a, a crappy day, getting that workout in might be really more important than finishing the project you're Needed. working on. Yeah. Yeah. Go let off some steam real quick. Yeah. And, and that would be actually, even though you're heating up your body, that would be taking off some of that pressure and that heatedness that we were I right. in the beginning. Um, so also I feel like looking at some of the longer term goals feels a little bit overwhelming for you mm -hmm. and adding more anxiety and stress there. So I would like to see you from a, from a wellness standpoint, just focus on like what needs to be accomplished today and then keep that long running list of everything else, but just keep that way you're still checking things off, but you're not being overwhelmed by the big picture of stuff. For sure. Um, so just looking at that little guy in the distance. Yeah. I was like, no, no, just be here. Focus right. on this task first. You'll get there. Um, and also, no, I do think your energy is going to shift um, for your exercise to be more of a priority, probably more in June mm -hmm. um, than right now. So if there's a push for you with work stuff and that kind of thing, I, I feel like a lot of that will begin to calm down as you move into that June period and then you can exercise more. Okay. So... Fantastic. Wait, that was really fun. Cool. <laughs> yeah. See? Yeah. I mean, it just kind of makes me like, okay, this is where I'm at. So that's fun. Good. Yeah. 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 Most people love it. Like when I work events, people just, it's, I, events are really fun because it's like, you know, you're the entertainment, you're celebrating their life with them. You know, it's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like, well, what do you have for me? Right. <laughs> Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's amazing. Well, Megan, thank you so much for being with me today and telling us all about tarot cards and reading mine. I mean, that was such a cool experience just to go through. And I highly recommend anyone that's listening or watching to reach out to Megan. What is your Instagram? Megan Benanti. 
fantastic. And we'll make sure that we put her Instagram in our show notes, um, along with your website, just so you have both resources of how you can get in touch with Megan. Um, but I just wanted to thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening and we cannot wait to see you next time. Do not forget to click subscribe and follow on our social media, our Spotify, our Apple pod music and our YouTube and make sure you also review us on, um, Apple pod whatever it's called. I'm so bad at this. This is always Missy's part and she always does a great job. Me, not so much, but review us. Tell us how great we are and tell all of your friends to listen to us too. Can't wait to see you next time. Thanks so much. Bye guys. Bye. We're just two boss babes paving the way and all we got to say is don't call us pretty.